This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 23, Anti-Anxiety Hints for the IELTS Exam. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Are you anxious, nervous, and scared for the IELTS exam, especially the speaking section? Well, today we're going to show you how to not let your anxiety take over and how to get the seven you need despite feeling nervous. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Jessica, how are you doing today? Lindsay, fantastic. We have we have a really interesting episode today to talk about, I think. I know. I'm feeling nervous to talk about this episode today because we're oh. talking about anxiety. Oh, Lindsay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. Go, always, do you think do you think our listeners know the phrase go to your happy place? That's a great <laughs> phrase. We actually have had that phrase on the show once, but a long time ago. What does oh, it really? mean, Jessica? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I I saw it in a, um, what is it, Adam Sandler movie? Do you remember which oh, movie that was? Not. Do you know what no, I'm talking about? No, but he's a great actor. I can happy, imagine. Happy Gilmore. That's what it was. Um, <gasps> so happy places, it's the, the thought in your head that makes you really happy. So it could be a memory of an actual place. Or even a dream of somewhere you wish you could go. Oh, nice. Your happy place. I like that. <laughs> so I can see where this is going because our listeners here are getting ready for the IELTS. And one of the biggest things that you guys have asked us about is how to deal with anxiety, fear, nerves, right? When yeah. you're in the test and it all feels so intense. Oh my gosh. And I can completely understand. I think we've all had those experiences that even if it's not a test, maybe it's an interview or some sort of meeting or, you know, mm -hmm. a blind date. I don't know, but yeah. you're, you're so <laughs> nervous and you're so nervous that you can't even enjoy the experience or can't even do your best at the experience because your nerves are getting in the way. Yeah, so this is huge. I mean, we've got to get a handle on this, right? Our listeners, we've got to help our listeners get a handle on this so that they can get to the real business of performing with their skills when they're in yeah. the exam. Yeah. <gasps> so um, I think a, a couple things that I tell my students in as far as their preparation goes is, you know, do the best you can in your preparation. Work as hard as you can, but also realize that our brains and our bodies can only do so much. So one of the best things you can do for yourself is to take a day off sometimes, mm, you know, okay. That's a I good think, suggestion. yeah, I think if you're, if you're trying to cram too much information into your brain and you're doing this, you know, eight hours a day, seven days a week, 
you're not going to remember everything and you're going to start hurting your practice more than actually helping yourself. Absolutely. And there's a word for that, right? Burn out. We know how that feels. It is nasty. It happens to everyone. It's happened to me too with my work, right? Entrepreneurs work really hard. We work like crazy. And there are times when you just get burned out and it doesn't help anyone to keep going. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The best thing, as you said, Jessica, the best thing you can do for yourself is take that day off. You're right. Yeah. So if I were preparing for the IELTS, I would, I would actually sit down and make a schedule for myself just to, to make sure that, that I do fit in the practice that I need, the balance that we've talked about. Um, mm-hmm. but also to make sure that you have at least one, but hopefully two days where you do absolutely nothing related to IELTS. Um, okay. maybe, maybe even nothing in English for those two days. You, you have to let your brain process the information that you've already put in and you need you need to take a rest you know i like that i like that i have a question for you yes (laughs) (laughs) so so we know that anxiety is an issue for everyone on this test and Mm -hmm. we also know that like planning in advance can also help to reduce anxiety but how Mm. much time is a good idea to give yourself to actually prepare for the test to reduce anxiety? Like, is 30 days enough or does it just really depend on where you are in terms of your level and the score you want to yeah, get? Yeah, it completely depends on on your level mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and what's what score you're shooting for. I don't remember the exact number, but I think it was some, it was either on the the Cambridge website or the the IDP website talking about IELTS preparation. And saying how the the number of hours you need in order to jump a band level, um, mm. it was a lot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna guess at the number because I don't want to scare people. <laughs> but you do have to remember that this is a difficult test. It's an academic yeah. English test, you know, and it does require a high level of English if you want to get a seven or higher. So yes. so keep that in mind when you're preparing and don't overshoot. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're just beginning your practice, don't schedule a test for next month. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself more time than less, right, Jessica? Yeah. I would yeah. um I would say that at least make sure that you're doing the practice tests and getting consistent sixes on the practice tests before you even schedule a real exam. Okay. So a, a big part of reducing anxiety comes down to doing that, to making a schedule and being logical, being realistic with yeah. what you can expect from yourself, right? Yeah. Be honest with yourself. If you're just starting to practice IELTS and you don't get the score you want on the practice test, you know, don't <laughs> get frustrated. Just just keep going. Absolutely. I like that. So, okay. So this is great. So make a schedule and give yourself at least one to two days where you're not doing anything IELTS related, right? That's the first suggestion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think also related to the practice, I think we touched on this the last episode also. Make sure that you're including practice that you enjoy. Um, because mm. again, if you, if you're just reading, you know, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times every day, um, mm. and you're not going to understand it, but you're not going to understand all of it, but you're not going to be interested in all the articles either. And I think you're going to, you're going to reach that burnout point really quickly. Right. And, in, you know, having interesting material does make a difference in terms of how well you do. You know, if you, you've been enjoying your practice and looking yeah. at it as more of an exploration and an interesting endeavor, For then sure. you're going to go into the test with a positive association with the test, right? Yeah, I think um, I think a good idea is to, is to also step back and, and look at the big picture of things. You know, this 
practice that you're doing for the IELTS test is not just to get a specific score on the IELTS test. You want to learn English. You want to be good at speaking and communicating in English. So if you、yes. remember that as the bigger goal, I think that would take some of the pressure off, also. That's really important, Jessica. I'm glad you continue to say that. We have to keep this in context. We have to remember why we're here, why we're even talking about this exam,、yeah. and <laughs> and what the end goal is. Your goal in life is not to pass the test. Your goal in life is to whatever your professional goal is, right? To reach a certain level as a doctor or as an engineer、yeah. or whatever it is that you want to do in your life. And I think keeping、so. that goal in your head also motivates you as well, right? If you、mm-hmm. have like a bigger goal besides just this. Number seven in your head, or whatever band mm-hmm, score mm-hmm. you need.、Um, if you keep yourself motivated by reminding yourself of why why you're doing this, yeah. Hey guys, this is your year to get a seven on the IELTS exam, and the only way to get a seven is to be prepared. And the only way to be prepared is to know what the examiner wants, especially on the speaking section. And we've put together a cheat sheet for you to find out exactly what the examiner wants on the speaking section of the IELTS. You can get it instantly for free. Go to allearsenglish.com/evaluation and download your cheat sheet now for free. See you there. And when it comes to anxiety, really specifically on the speaking section, because I have a feeling, Jessica, that that's where a lot of people are feeling that anxiety. That's just、yeah. my sense. Not totally sure, but we did have one person write in and ask us what to do when they feel nervous in the speaking section, making eye contact with the examiner. Sure. Yeah. Well, firstly, the examiner is not there to be mean to you or to give you a bad grade. <laughs>、um, the examiner w- wants you to do well. You know, the the examiner has specific questions that she or he is going to ask you, and、mm-hmm. they're not all super difficult questions. So, I think the thing to remember here is that you should know what the examiner wants going in, and that's something that's、mm. on the cheat sheet that, yes, that we're offering. Exactly. Yeah. So、Good、if you if、point. you know what the examiner wants, that'll make you more ready and help you feel more confident. But also, sorry. <laughs> No, I just, okay. Okay. I just lost、no、my train、problem. of thought there. Remember that IELTS <laughs> doesn't grade you on your ideas, so we're not expecting you to be a rocket scientist with amazing vocabulary that's going to solve、mm. world problems. You know, we don't care about your ideas; we just care about your English. So as long as you're just getting the words out, as long as you're just talking and communicating, that's what we're going to want. Oh, that's a good point because I think we also had some questions about what do I do if I don't know the answer. This might、yeah. be a different episode. I don't want to get too veered off here. But what do I do if I really have no answer?、Um, yeah, I, we're we're gonna talk about that in a little yeah, more detail <laughs> in another episode. But rest assured, it is not the end of the world either. There's Um, we'll do some examples later, but you can totally lie. You can just make stuff up. <laughs> like I said, IELTS does not care about your ideas. We just care about、okay. your ability to speak English. So just relax. And you know what? If you don't look the examiner in the eye, that's okay too. If you're more comfortable looking off into the corner, if your English is going to be better, if you're staring、mm. at your shoes, then go ahead and do that. You know, if you're、right. if you're gonna lose track of what you're saying and forget all of your English as soon as you look the examiner in the eye, 
well, don't do that then. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's okay because, you know, examiners, they know that, you know, we're all coming from different cultures too, right? So For eye contact, sure. yeah, for us from the U.S. could feel totally natural and we want to do that. But from other cultures around the world, it's totally strange, right? For sure, yeah. So we know that the examiners know that. So that's okay, as Jessica just said, to, to maybe stare at your shoes or look slightly <laughs> beyond the person. It's more about your words. It really is however you feel comfortable, you know? Um, don't, don't worry about your, your body language or your gestures or, or how you look or where, where your eyes are focused. Just, mm-hmm. just, just behave in a way that is most relaxed for you. And then okay. it, that'll reflect in the way you're speaking. Very interesting. I like it. I like it. Did you have any final tips for the anxiety issue, Jessica, or should we sum up here? What do you think? <laughs> um, I think, no, I think that's good. I think, I think those are the, the four big things to remember. So the first couple tips were take some time off, you know, in, in yeah. your schedule. Make sure to have one or two days where you're not stressing yourself out studying. <laughs> you need to recharge. You need to recharge your batteries so you have energy mm-hmm. to actually put into studying the next day. Yeah. Um, and also the second thing would be to make a schedule, but a realistic schedule for yourself, right? right? Be honest about where yeah. you are in your English and, and when you can actually take the test. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third thing was to make sure to enjoy your practice. Watch some movies that are interesting. Yeah. 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 I like that. I think one of, one of the biggest jumps I made in my Spanish practice was when I fell in love with a specific comedy movie and it was a lot of slapstick. I think it was called (laughs) Airhead or Airbag. I can't remember, but I watched that movie like a thousand times and I learned so much Spanish from it. So if you find something you like, just especially with movies, you can watch them over and over again. Um, I like that idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you can learn a lot that way, I think. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I think the last thing was to to know what the examiner wants, which mm-hmm. um, is not for you to be perfect and is not for you to have amazing ideas and look them straight in the eye like some, I don't know, CEO perfect from a person. company yeah. or something, right? We yeah. Examiners know that, that you're a student and examiners know that you're nervous. So if you're Absolutely. if you're a little slouchy and looking at your shoes, you're not going to lose any points. So don't worry about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I like this. So we just want to acknowledge for our listeners that fear exists, anxiety exists. You're going to have it no matter what. We all have it. And especially during tests. But if you follow these four awesome tips from Jessica today, you'll be well on your way to kind of reducing that anxiety at least yeah. a little bit. So you, yeah, so you can start to take the skills that you've built in preparation and put them into the exam and get the score you need. Yeah, I think as long as you keep in mind that you've, you've done your best in your preparation and you're, you know, you, you've worked hard and you're going to do the best that you can do. And that's, and that's all that you can expect from yourself. There you go. I like it. Let's end on that note. That's perfect. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> My pleasure, Lindsay. Enjoy the rest of your day. You do. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 